This portion of the show is brought to you by Sportsman's Bar and Grill. This is the Jeff Orvid Show. All right, welcome everyone. Thanks for listening. Jeff Orvitz here. Angela joins me this hour, our first snow. Uh, really the first snow. I mean, we got, we got other snow. Yeah, there was a little bit, I want to say, in like late November. Yeah. Remember this when we like, were driving in California and we were hitting some snow then? Yeah, and we were like, oh, no. That was no. November. Oh, no. And it's kind of been delayed. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I did a post up at talkwithjeff.com and I was like, first measurable snow worth measuring mm-hmm. or shoveling. I did see some people out there. Very ambitious with their snow blowers. Yeah, they're That's just cool. It's so all good. Excited to fire it up. Well, sometimes it's good to test it out before. Yeah. I didn't, um, and I'll regret you'll that. You'll wait until we have two yeah. feet, and then you'll be cursing when it doesn't start. Well, I'm, I'm going to use my uh, trailer that I got from American Trailers there north of Flagstaff mm-hmm. uh, and tow the tra- tractor back up here yeah. in preparations of this weekend. Possibly, we'll see. It looks like a bigger storm coming. I don't know. They never know. I, it was funny because yeah. at the end of the show yesterday, me and Olivia were down here in the bunker, which has no windows. And we we're like, she's like reading like just after five or something, right? That there's a snow advisor or something uh-huh. like that. And we're like, I don't know. I don't know if it snowed. And we finished up the show. Show We came in, there was no snow. We went out and there was like two inches out there. <laughs> yeah. And I had like still Christmas stuff piled out there that I had to put away. And I was just like, why didn't I take care of that earlier? <laughs> you know, why didn't, I, why didn't I take care of that? Okay, this hour, uh, mostly Arizona stuff here. Some proposed legislation, some info on Coconino County and its growth rate, or really that lack thereof. Update on that rancher that uh, shot the illegal that came through the property and he's had this trial. Allegedly. Allegedly yeah. shot the, yeah. yeah, thank you. Alleged thank you. illegal. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Everything's alleged now. This whole show is allegedly. You know, we've got disclaimers nowadays. Um, Tamale Bill is back. We'll, we'll break down that. Sedona's trying to handle affordable housing. This one's laughable. They're going to do it this time. This time it's going to happen. Just just vote for me, and I swear <laughs> I will follow through on my promise of bringing affordable housing to hint, hint, Sedona. Not going to happen. Yeah, let me spoil this whole segment. You're not going to do it. Give up. <laughs> Maybe we just want to talk happening. about it. Yeah. And then, of course, we got some a little bit out-of-state stuff and out-of-country, including uh, a Mexico train. I got wreck in parentheses because they're going to build some train <laughs> system for the tourists. And, um, of course, the prostitutes in D.C. Yeah. And blackmail. Mm-hmm. You know, I talk about this all the time. So I think a lot of people, a lot of our um, illustrious politicians and higher-up well, people the in the bureaucracy. Well, elected and they're making stupid and decisions getting themselves yeah. in a blackmail situation you got to be like these people like, got to be getting blackmail. i mean how are they representing us yeah, I we'll, just we'll get to can't that get but that. but dude if you're if you're like in your 40s or 50s and you're like balding and you know got a pot belly and you go someplace and you're elected and two beautiful women approach you to tell you how great you are Red warning bells <laughs> really <laughs> maybe that's how big their ego is they actually think they're oh, like that's probably oh, what it is Brad they Pitt think from the 90s they're all that because they're I they're representing elected. you know whatever district in west virginia or somewhere i'm congressman whoever whoever <laughs> here's my little with that little emblem they wear yeah. oh, let me walk around with their, with their <laughs> chest all puffed out oh, man anyway we'll get to all that love to hear from you as well talk with jeff at iCloud.com. Oh, and don't forget hour two of the show, my interview as we start my series of interviews for candidates, the candidates who right now are contacting me and I'll start hunting people down 
getting them in, giving them their, you know, let me try to three contact thing until I give up on them. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, I'll get a lot of candidates in probably one yeah. a week here mm-hmm. until the ballots come out like in July. And as it gets closer and closer, they'll be. Oh, then they get frantic. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, they'll get frantic. I'll start hearing from people I haven't heard from in two years, mm-hmm. you know, things like that. Uh, but Mark Fincham is going to be on. Mark Fincham has been a member of the legislature. He then ran for Secretary of State, very contentious race uh-huh. for Secretary yeah, of State last race. election. Yep. Uh, he is, uh, I guess he moved to Prescott area. Oh, and, okay. and he's registered there and he's running for LD1 uh-huh. for the Senate. So okay. contentious race there because that's also um, the seat that's currently held by, and we'll get into that later. Uh, Ken Bennett, mm-hmm. who was Secretary of State, who was in the legislature, and now who ran for Senate last time. So round and round we go, I guess. Yeah. But they're both Republicans. So battle there. And then I think there's going to be a battle on LD7. I think I got Walt Blackman coming in here soon. Mm-hmm. Um, and and uh, uh, Slayton is another one that's that's running. There's two, two Republicans versus two Republicans that are kind of teaming yeah. up. Mm-hmm. It'll be interesting. Yeah. See what happens. So um, anyway, stick around for five o'clock for Mark Fincham. Uh, Let's see if you're selling your home right now in Flagstaff area because you want to move to Sedona for cheaper housing because the Sedona City Council is going to create more affordable housing. (laughs) You should call Kelly Broadus with the Broadus Properties Group brokered by EXP. She's done a great job for so many people, including Jerry, who found his dream home. But he needed a dream realtor to get to go get that home. So we're talking buying here. Uh, Stepped in and. uh, Kelly Broadus stepped in and uh, Jerry wanted everyone to know that Kelly is his dream realtor, quote, unquote. That's pretty cool. Yeah. I don't know if he walks around with a button or anything, but he's the dream <laughs> realtor. She is. I mean, she's she's, yeah. she's really dedicated it's, to this. It's good to get you could see accolades it. like that. She, yeah. She's just like, she just loves this stuff. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's who you want. And her team um, as well to help you sell your home, help you buy a home as well. Um, get your dream realtor here. Call Kelly Broadus. Here's the number. She'll help you out, get your home sold, get your home bought as well if you want to do that. 888-446-5602. Or go to northernarizonafinehomes.com. Get your instant valuation there and get a bunch more information on Kelly Broadus. Northernarizonafinehomes.com. Let's do the homes thing first affordable housing come on i have the solution okay good well tell these politicians already move i'm sorry (laughs) but if you can't afford to live in sedona you need to go elsewhere there's other communities close by that are not expensive as sedona not equitable people should be able to live wherever they want to live Regardless that of cost. That is the easiest solution and the most... Um, I'm moving by the Reagan Ranch in Santa Barbara to overlook the ocean. Yeah. Yes, it's $12 million, but I should be able to live there because... Period. Well... No? The easiest solution is just... I, want, I work in Sedona, but I've got to live in Cottonwood or Cornville or Page Springs or... It happens. Where, you know, somewhere else close I by. Wanted I wanted to live commute. in Flagstaff in our first house. We couldn't even afford, you know, we had to find a, the junker under 100 grand. We weren't even in Flagstaff. Uh, that's we what I'm saying. The, yeah, we, we, we had to find a yeah. place that was like, I don't know, ready to fall down, you know, that we yeah, had to remodel. Pink. It was pink. Yeah, it was pink. It was a pink house. We bought a pink house, engine people. block in the back of it. Yeah, I had to remove the engine block. <laughs> and then there was a homemade wood stove. And I love wood stoves. You know that. <laughs> this thing was homemade. I mean, it weighed like 4,000 pounds. Yeah. <laughs> for this 1,000 square foot house that we had. Okay, so I was perusing all my different sources and I look at, you know, 
I look at press releases, I look at media, I look at websites, and I, I saw I was looking at Sedona Red Rock News, and I guess it was back in like December, mid December, the Sedona City Council had a meeting to update on like affordable housing and all the incentives and you know stuff that they've been offering. Mark Howard and I have talked about this in the past. They they started this rent local program mm-hmm. because Sedona has a plethora. <laughs> <laughs> I watched the Three Amigos. I told you about that the other day, and, yeah. and El Wapo used the word plethora. <laughs> I, Sedona has a plethora of the infamous El Wapo, pl- a plethora of pinatas, a plethora of um, vacation rentals, right. short-term rentals. Yeah, Maybe people, you can't even. I, I don't even go to Sedona anymore, to be honest with you, because the traffic's so bad, and I just, I just don't want to deal with it. Right? Yeah. There's other places I can go that people haven't found yet that they will soon, and then I won't go there, and eventually. I'll just stay at home, (laughs) I guess. Anyway, a bunch of vacation rentals. So they started this program, Rent Local Program, to incentivize people by giving them a subsidy, basically, to make it a long-term rental. Because, you know, you're a short-term rental and you can make many more thousands per Mm -hmm. um, month, a plethora more per month in in income. So they wanted these people to convert their short-term one into long-term and they were going to give them how much money to do that? No, thousands. I don't know. Thousands. I don't have that kind of information. I don't think that deep. Anyway, the report that I am reading here from Sedona Red Rock News of the city council meeting um, is, quote unquote, from one of the members or the person presenting, quote unquote, uh, the long-term rental program, the rent local program, quote unquote, has not been wildly successful. <laughs> I could have told you that. <laughs> because, yeah, you're going to make more money Who's as a short-term rental. If, if, it's, if you have a short-term rental, a vacation yeah. rental, and it's rented out a lot, yeah. and you're raking in money and- and, you know, and you're able to provide a job to the cleaning person and the maintenance guy and all this stuff. Yeah. I mean, why would you want to make less money? Yeah, no, no. Why would you? This is a profit thing. You know, you want to make some money at this. And there's the market is short-term rentals. Uh, also, just listen, if you're listening and you're kind of in the bureaucracy or maybe you're even a politician, some of you may be aware of this. I need to actually get bumper stickers that say this, like on a, we need a merch store, right? Scariest thing. Well, you know, Ron Reagan used to say scariest thing in the English language is we're from the government. I'm from the government. I'm here to help you. Something uh-huh. like that. Or scariest nine word, whatever, whatever it was, right? Yeah. For me, it's um, a bureaucrat with a clipboard mm-hmm. walking up to your Going property. Around, right. When I, it, it, that's, when I see a bureaucrat with a clipboard even approaching my property, I'm like, no way. <laughs> Stay away. Yeah. Don't even want you near me. Yeah. I want to buffer around my property because they'll find something. So people, landlords, investors, they don't want you snooping. They don't want to deal with you. That's the problem. You're mm-hmm. offering this incentive and there's probably some kind of check boxes and paperwork or something. They just don't want to deal with you. And they're going they to make deal less with you. money. And who's going to do that? And they're going to make less money. Yeah. So anyway, they, they, did, uh, they did two. They only got two? They did two. They got two people to give up the short term thing? Yeah. Let me read this here. Um, language search Boone said with a total of four units. Oh, four. Sorry, oh. sorry, sorry. Oh, sorry. I was off by, <laughs> I was oh, off four by. Four then. Whew. Okay. Well, oh, it's okay. No, right. I was, I was way off. So actually it was a, it was a broad <laughs> success. So yeah, four units. I wonder, uh, <laughs> okay, how many total short term rentals are there? How many VRBO ones? <laughs> there's I probably mean, thousands. There's probably thousands and four people did it. We got four. Yeah. I so could have told work. you a long time ago. That's not going to work. Wait, imagine how much money they spent too. Because oh, yeah. you see the end result, which is the clipboard with all the paperwork and the person that was assigned to, you know, handle this. Mm-hmm. But all of the thinking the that went on to create this. Hours. The thousands of hours of thinking and charts and PowerPoints. <laughs> oh, my 
Oh, the PowerPoints that these people put together is enough to just – it is just nauseating the amount of PowerPoints that these bureaucrats put together. Yeah. And they got four. So anyway, Sedona is not affordable. Let me give you some advice. I, I hope someone from the city of Sedona or the this group or a politician down there is listening. Just give up. <laughs> Just give up. There's, it's not fixable. Sedona is always going to be – Flagstaff's one of the most expensive in the state. Sedona's even more. Mm-hmm. And you got the Red Rocks there. You got movie stars living there. You got people that just have homes there on the sides of the hills and cliffs mm-hmm. and this and that. It's never going to be affordable. Well, It's and, a total waste of time. And there are some areas that are not as expensive. They don't of have – they're not – Two million, three, four, no, whatever. I, I agree. I mean, there's there are some areas yeah. they are probably just really hard to come by because people don't leave. Well, people never but, leave. Yeah. yeah. My grandparents leave. used to live there, and they were in a very yeah. They were like, like in a modular home yeah, type. Yeah, it was like a park kind of kind of thing. Yeah, but they were there since the seventies. Middle class type. Yeah, they were there from a, the 70s. neighborhood there, and I don't know what that costs now, but <laughs> yeah. Mark- the thing that always makes me laugh is that they keep touting the same thing they keep trying the same thing oh no we're gonna fix affordable housing like, oh no we need to we need to do something about this and and the same people just lap it up yeah every time every time oh, like, finally gonna how do many it. times do they have to say it and then not fix it i know before they're people not are gonna stop believing them. they're not gonna be able to fix this look i pulled up because people will work or live in cottonwood um cornville camp Verde. Um, and they'll drive to Sedona for Rimrock, example. Village, yeah, I know. I know people that live in uh, Cordis Lakes, way yeah, out, yeah. way down that that drive to Flagstaff for yeah. work. Yeah, right. And mm-hmm. people that live in Camp Verde that drive to Prescott for work because it's it's even cheaper in Camp Verde than Prescott, for example. I mean, there's a home for sale, and you could get a home in Camp Verde for um, it's not a mansion, but it's uh, you know two hundred and fifteen, twenty, thirty thousand mm-hmm. dollars, right? Mm-hmm. Even at high interest rates, it's, it's thirteen hundred bucks a month. Yeah. Uh, that's just life. I, I just I, I want know. an honest politician just say, you know what we're gonna and they're trying to push on the t- like tiny homes that were accessory dwelling units things uh-huh. like that to add to existing properties. That's fine. Okay, probably gonna, I people probably, see that. Fine. yeah, but that's probably going to go to the kids or to the um, you know short term rental market or something unless they put a restriction. And those on tiny that. homes aren't cheap either. No, it's going to cost you how many hundreds of thousands of yeah. dollars to build. Uh, it's just not going to happen. So just 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 stop. I mean, sometimes you just got to admit that. It's just not working, so I'm just I'm just gonna stop. I know, but the the same like it's like a, it's on repeat all the time. Yeah, oh, the affordable housing, affordable housing, and nothing ever seems to help because they've been talking about it for decades, and it's still a problem. So when what's the point where you just kind of cut uh, your losses and you're like, yeah. it is what it is. I, there, I guess there's the market to dictate. The I guess prices. we've been we've been around the block a few times. There's many young people that haven't heard the BS yet. Yeah. So you just you know you get a whole new. Uh, flock of uh, subscribers, I guess. I don't know. All right. Well, if you are fortunate enough to have just bought a home in Sedona and um, you'd like to get the blinds up so you can hide yourself from the bureaucrat with a clipboard coming <laughs> down your driveway, call the Blind Brothers because uh, they'll go to Sedona. They'll go to the Verde Valley and Prescott area, Flagstaff area. Uh, blind Brothers, we did all new blinds from them. Yeah. Oh, it's been probably a year, year plus and a half, now, yeah. year and a half or so, and uh, probably won't have to do it again for a while because they're great blinds. Uh, great price from them as well. They're going to lay out all your options. Uh, blinds, shutters, and shades. Call them right now. Mention the Jeff Orvick Show. Get half off installation. Just mention the show when you call 928-634-2423. 928-634-2423. Or go to theblindbrothers.com. Back in a minute. 
Hey, if you're listening to the podcast, please give us a great review and also give us a comment in there. If you're not listening to the podcast, subscribe. Look up The Jeff Orbit Show. Also on video, Rumble, follow us there. And on YouTube, subscribe. We appreciate everyone who's done that. You're listening to The Jeff Orbit Show. Okay, it's um, Sliders Day at Sportsman's Bar and Grill. Nice. Great sliders there. Stop on by. Uh, that's, well, let me remind you for next week because that's just, that's lunch as well. Obviously, mm-hmm. you can go there for dinner right now, but they have their specials lunch all day long, uh, including Taco Tuesday, Wing Wednesday, and sliders on Thursday. Uh, great drink specials as well. There's always something on their $4 menu, including things like pizzoli, clam chowder. It's, it's awesome. They've got a great menu, so you're not breaking the bank uh, to go out and have a little t- look good time, unwind a little bit. Sportsman's Bar and Grill, just north of downtown Flagstaff, uh, with plenty of parking right there in that Bash's Shopping Center. Stop on by, get some great food. All right, welcome back. Remember, Mark, Mark Fincham running for LD1 Senate seat um, at the Arizona Legislature. Interview with him coming up in hour two of the show. I'll be putting these all up at talkwithjeff.com. I added a subscribe button to the website. Go to talkwithjeff.com. Click subscribe. It's a great way for you to get information. Um, trying my New Year's resolution was to put out more articles, which I've been doing good in, what, day three here. I've been consistently putting out things. We'll see how we get into next week when you're gone. <laughs> yeah. And, and no, I'll continue. It's kind of a thing that I've hopefully dedicated myself to uh, going forward. Coconino County is growing by 1.5%. <laughs> it's not really. I was looking at. Um, that's I perused, just probably the birth rate and that's it. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, they had the Daily Sun actually did a pretty good job. This like this paper of breaking down a report that came out from like the Arizona Department of Health Services or whatever. You know, they look at this data mm-hmm. every year, but I found it kind of fascinating just looking at the numbers. This is for 2022. So it's always a little back, but according to this, it's 140, the County Coconino County is 149,647 residents when they did this with 1,316 births and 1,046 deaths. Uh, and then obviously some people moved there because the moved uh, to the County because between 21 and 22, the population grew by 2,213 people, hmm. which I did the math, which very well may, may be wrong because, you know, my math capability is crayons and a napkin. Mm-hmm. Um, 1.5% growth. It looks right, though. Yeah. Um, what I found fascinating is if you look up Coconino County, uh, it's 18,661 square miles. It's the largest county in Arizona. It represents 16.4% of Arizona's total land area. Uh, it's larger than nine of the smallest states combined. Yeah. Just Coconino County. That's crazy. So now look at this number of 100, let's just call it 150,000 people in Coconino County. There's about 70,000 of them live, I'm sorry, 76,000 live in Flagstaff, Mm -hmm. which is Mm -hmm. 66 square miles. It's according to Wikipedia. Yeah. So Coconino County, of which Flagstaff is in at 66 square miles, Coconino County is 18,661 square miles, Flagstaff 66 square miles, and represents half the population. Yeah. But that doesn't include the outlying areas of Flagstaff, right. Donnie Park, Chena. Yeah. yeah. Um, which I had thought, I couldn't find that info, but I thought it was around 100,000 for the metro area. Uh-huh. So it's what, two-thirds 
of the population of Coconino County is in the Flagstaff metro area and represents, what, 200 square miles maybe? Yeah. 300 square miles. Not even like a a rounding error basically here. So just think about how sparse this county is. Right, right. So anyone who's driven up through the res or Grand Canyon or North Rim area, I mean, there's nothing out there. There's nothing out there. So I guess the good news is zombie apocalypse type thing. Or that leave the world behind, yeah. you know, movie that was out or something like yeah. that. It's pretty sparsely populated. Yeah. So uh, once you get out of the city of Flagstaff, which mm-hmm. isn't very sparsely populated yeah. in itself, so I found that interesting. Uh, let's see another one here. Uh, remember the rancher down? I mentioned this earlier. The rancher down in southern Arizona, it's like Nogales area, and um, allegedly an illegal, an alleged illegal alien allegedly came on allegedly mm-hmm. on his property, and he um, it, it ended with the death of mm-hmm. um, the illegal, right? Mm-hmm. And he's been in, in, in legal battle with this ever since. And it, am I right remembering that he didn't really, like, intentionally point his gun at them? He was well, just that's what warning he says. That, that's what he something. says. He, he alleges like that a he, warning. he fired over, but yeah, one of them wound up dead. Like, yeah, he called okay. up the, the authorities, et cetera, et cetera. What next thing you know, yeah. he's in jail. He's yeah. been legally fighting this for a long time. Kind of dropped off the radar here. And... Um, he, you know, he, he said he had seen multiple males, you know, like military type dress, you know, mm-hmm. and, and which is happening. We know that's happening all the time on, on the southern border and on private property. Everybody thinks like the border is all government property and there's, you know, yeah. this zone, like yeah. a DM zone, you yeah. know, that like like in South and North Korea. Type. No, uh-huh. it's, it's there's a lot of private land that abuts. Some of it right goes up. over the border. Well, yeah, exactly, exactly. Um, so, you know, he's in that situation. We we know the, the horror stories that have happened with many ranchers down there, so they're probably all on edge. Um, but he's been sitting there, you know, with this legal matter. So he they offered a plea deal, I guess just the other day, or maybe it was yesterday. Uh, and I'm reading that he was offered, plea deal offered by prosecutors Wednesday that would have carried a maximum sentence of eight years. Uh, and he turned it down. So he's going to trial. Mm-hmm. So that doesn't seem like a lot for a strong case from yeah, the prosecutor's right. side. I'm no, I'm no legal expert here or anything. But if you had a strong case, you wouldn't even offer the plea deal. Right. But if you did offer eight years for alleged murder uh-huh. and or whatever the charge wound up being, right? I, I mean, and what are you at it? Four, five? I, I, don't, I don't know, but usually right. you get out earlier. So he turned that down. It's it's tough, though, because you're you're fighting with – Probably hundreds of thousands of dollars in legal fees. And this is where they get a lot of people to strike a plea mm-hmm. because they're like, well, I got guaranteed whatever it is, yeah, eight years or four. Whole thing yeah, right now. Or maybe yeah. I'm out in four years, you know, with, with, mm-hmm. and I'm like, or I could roll the dice and go and somebody on the jury or whatever doesn't, doesn't buy it. And I'm mm-hmm. in there for 20, 30 years, you yeah. know, so you can see why so many people do, but he said, no, he said, mm-hmm. no. So that's, that's the trial set for a Santa Cruz County Superior Court scheduled for, uh, March 21st, according to, this is what, Fox 15 out of Phoenix. So we'll see what happens there. Yeah. Whew. It's a tough situation. I mean, yeah. it's just, and the government just keeps letting people flood over the borders too. And well, I'm surprised and we haven't seen more of these situations. sympathize with these people who own property there <laughs> that are just constantly having people yeah. wander through their property and probably leave trash or, you know, campfires or whatever they're doing, maybe worse on their property. I've, heard, I've, and, I've, I've had people on the show yeah. talking about worse. Yeah. You know? And they're just like, get off my land, you know, here's yeah. a warning shot and it turns into. Unbelievable. All right. Yeah. Um, speaking of uh, 
fire firearms and, and weapons and stuff, Timberline firearms and training. I got a um, nice Liberty safe yeah. from Timberline. Oh, what a project that was. <laughs> Thanks, Rob. <laughs> they have a whole line of Liberty we safes there. We thought it came with installation. Yeah, it was, I, they do <laughs> offer the kidding. installation, but I can see why there is a little bit of a fee for that. Yeah, because I can see why. So me and my dad got this thing on a dolly and rolled it down. <laughs> Got it. Got it in a safe, secure yeah. place within a safe, secure the place. place. That is is on a grade. Oh man! But anyway, it's a, a few hundred pounds. Yeah. They have Liberty safes there. They have firearms that you you buy a really big safe and then just buy more firearms, <laughs> buy ammunition, <laughs> fill it up, accessories, fill that thing up. Uh, plus the great training courses that Tim, Timberline Firearms and Training has. Call them up. Please get training. Uh, whether you knew the firearms in the middle, expert level, they have all of that. Plus, they're great indoor shooting range. Wouldn't that be good right now with snow on the ground out there and just cold everywhere? Timberline Firearms and Training, just five minutes north of the Flagstaff Mall. Back in a minute. Hey, if you're listening to the podcast, please give us a great review and also give us a comment in there. If you're not listening to the podcast, subscribe. Look up The Jeff Orvitz Show. Also on video, Rumble, follow us there. And on YouTube, subscribe. We appreciate everyone who's done that. Listening to the Jeff Orovitz Show. This is the Jeff Orovitz Show. All right, welcome back. Angela here with me. Love to hear from you. Talk with Jeff at iCloud.com. Don't forget to go to the website as well and subscribe. Appreciate everyone's doing that. Podcasts up there, videos up there, articles. Talkwithjeff.com. Hit that subscribe button right up top. Uh, let's see here. Oh, the fireworks. Um, so, so you know, legislature is going to be back in session pretty soon. Is it next week or the week after? I, I got to figure that out. It's, so, it's always pretty quick in probably the year. Probably next week, right? Yeah, probably next week. Yeah. Um, so all kinds of bills will be being proposed. Yeah, they already got them ready. Yeah, one that's coming back, I guess, is uh, Representative uh, Travis Grantham, who's been on the program many times. He had a bill last year that got vetoed by Hobbs, which even shocked Democrats. It was the home food bill. They oh. call it the tamale bill. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of people that make tamales, and they go out and they, they sell them at the, the food carts and, you know. Yeah here and there, maybe at someone's house, you know, it's not exactly like a drive up location or something. And he, he actually tried to, he made it easier. So it doesn't require a bunch of inspections and stuff. Look, food handler license. Look, you're buying a a tamale from the, from the alley. You know, I guess uh, caveat emptor, buyer beware. Yeah. (laughs) But I've had plenty of good tamales and stuff on the beach in Mexico where people would say, don't buy that. It's like, as long as it's hot, that's my rule. Yeah. As long as it's hot. Yeah. And I'll even reheat it more, make it hotter. <laughs> you can almost eat anything, right? <laughs> so um, it got it got uh, vetoed by um, by Hobbs. He's bringing it back and trying to appease her a little bit. HB twenty forty two, but he says I one of her sticking points was home inspections. So here you go, government bureaucrat with a clipboard showing up at your house to make sure you're wrapping the tamales, you know, just right, being yeah. annoying, and then they'll find something else in your home, right? Mm-hmm. <sighs> See some people get real jobs anyway. Um, He's bringing it back, and he's he thinks he might be able to get this through because she got a lot of blowback on that. Uh-huh, yeah. um, she's not very astute when it comes to just. I mean, she's going after the the, the homeschoolers now. The 
you know, mm-hmm. before you know it, 10% of the school population. Right, going, right. Not homeschoolers, the ESA people yeah, that want right. to go to private school and all that. Um, so that one. And then another one that I don't think it's going to make it anywhere, but there's a petition out there from some Phoenix folks on one of those petition sites to get a bunch of signatures. And it's got 15,000 so far to reverse the 2019 law, uh, Senate bill 1348, which allowed consumer fireworks usage in Arizona. Uh, it's kind of funny cause I was reading some articles on one of the supporters of this and she's like, it just sounds like a war zone out there. Like, <laughs> you got to get a hobby or something, you know, and they're because it's like they're, two days a year. Yeah. It's fireworks. like, Really, people are doing it uh, New Year's Eve, and are doing it Fourth of July. Fourth uh, of July, and it's it's actually permitted twenty seven. It's allowed twenty seven days of the year. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's basically from before Christmas to New Year, a little after New Year, July fourth, um, Cinco de Mayo, and there was another one that I where is that one? Cinco de Mayo, Independence Day, Christmas, and New Year's fireworks. Okay, so basically those those time periods, but they're they're like. Um, little fountains mm-hmm. and I think some of the bigger fountains. We, we have some, we did some on two days before New Year's Eve Yeah, right. and um, it crackled a little bit and it was shooting up a little high. Yeah. And I was fun. like, I was a little like, okay, someone going to be showing one up here. <laughs> I was like, one is enough. Cause I was like, <laughs> bureaucrat with a clipboard is going to show up. <laughs> and um, I, I would like to do it on 4th of July though, but generally because one of the things the petition says is, oh, it's going to cause all these fires. And I guess it could if you're really irresponsible, but the, especially Northern Arizona communities have the ability to disallow the lighting of said fireworks uh, during dry periods. And they do it. And I can't remember. It's always at that time. It's always at that time. It's rare that we have enough rain. So what happens is, the if I remember correctly, because I think I had the sheriff in on this or somebody from Coconino County, um, if the national forest goes to like the stage two or stage one fire restrictions, then the way the bill was written, I believe then the city and the counties can automatically also um, not allow lighting of fireworks mm-hmm. or or, mm-hmm. or um, fires and all that stuff yeah. and smoking and this and that. And generally speaking, they all do that, and it's disallowed by the time you get to Fourth of July. Now, and they they would allow it, I think, if if it's raining like heck, mm-hmm. it, it's you're going to be able to do it. But that's it's pretty iffy. Yeah, if that's going to happen, it has to have been raining for a while yeah. too, and not be so real dry. That's just I, I was looking over some of the arguments on there, and it was like, and they they went on air pollution. It's causing so much air pollution. I was like, oh, you really need to get a hobby. You know, it's like. Because they're like, we can't burn fire on certain days. Why should we be able to do fireworks? What, for two hours on New Year's Eve? And they were going on about the enforcement and how people are blowing stuff up, like the aerial rockets and stuff. Mm-hmm. It's like, that's illegal. And right. yeah. I, before they allowed fireworks in Arizona and sparklers um, be, prior to 2019, I heard those every year in Flagstaff. Yeah. People were blowing up aerial rockets. It mm-hmm. is illegal, but... Pfft. You yeah, know, good luck finding who did it. Yeah. So they got like 15,000 signatures. I don't see it changing, though. Yeah. I think that 27 days a year will probably be okay. I, but even though, even if there's 27, realistically, it's how two. many days do you hear it? I mean, I two. I hear it two times, yeah. not even on Cinco Maybe, de Mayo. Yeah, I never hear it on Cinco de Mayo. Maybe so. in more southern regions or, or more Hispanic uh, populated areas. Yeah. Yeah, because no like idea. I don't ce- celebrate Cinco de Mayo. Yeah, do you, anyone out Mexico there celebrate <laughs> Cinco de Mayo? If you do, yeah, do you do fireworks? I don't know. Maybe I missed that one. Maybe I slept through it. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> I have no idea. Uh, speaking of Mexico, what are they doing down there? 
Oh yeah, he was reading because you're, you're getting ready to travel, so you've been looking at travel stuff. And no, I was just looking on BBC the other day, yesterday. I don't know. I've read two interesting things about Mexico recently, mm. but the one I was reading yesterday was that they're um, building a train. I know, <laughs> which was oddly reminiscent of our state wanting to have a train from Tucson to Phoenix. Oh, yeah. Airport. So everyone can conveniently get to the airport and, yeah. and, 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 and save the environment yeah. as you get on a big plane. <laughs> so there, um, anyone that's been to the Yucatan knows all the ruins there, the Mayan ruins, mm-hmm. and they're trying to have a train that kind of goes the whole way, like the coastline type area, and then, uh, and no. then branches out to the ruins. So people have more access, I guess, than, I don't know, I guess people that... Don't want to rent a car or don't want, don't trust a taxi or something. Well, yeah, when you fly into, um, what's that called Cancun. up there? Cancun, the big area, mm-hmm. which all the, you know, and then well, you get out to Cozumel. Is, is big high hotels, rise. high rises, high rises. And we've gone there two times, yeah. like for our anniversary. And for, each time we've immediately left the city and gone down south towards Tulum. About an hour south. Which is like an hour, hour and a half. Yeah. And the it's way more low key and quiet. There, it was, you know. yeah. Until they well, do so this. now they're they've built an international airport at Tulum. Oh, ruin it, gone. And Tulum is really cool because it's the only. It was one of the more recent uh, Mayan. Yeah, right on things. the coast. There's and, Mayan and ruins like right the on the coast. It's the only one right yeah. by the sea that's yeah. literally overlooking. Just the walk beach. through. It's not very crowded. Or yeah, wasn't. well, now they have an airport. They got there. an airport, so Tulum. And now they're making a train. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But of course, I mean, you know, a lot of times these articles are slanted. You can you can really. Figure out, you know, how the person really feels, but the the, it has displaced some people, you know, because the government just kind of comes in there and is like, nope, we need this land, and oh, you've been here for you know hundreds of years, whatever, and you don't have proper documents that you own it, and so you know here it's ours. Yeah, and then there's also the cenotes down there, the underground caverns, and the sinkholes, and they're just kind of, I mean, this article claims that they're just plowing through right over them yeah, and it's like how safe is that really i don't know yeah well here's here's the problem i love mexico but we have spent a lot of time in mexico we've rented cars we've driven that route from mm-hmm. tulum to you know up and all around where and we've mm-hmm. also hired a driver to do yeah. it so mm-hmm. we've done it both ways we've also been on the uh, uh, pacific side like down by acapulco and all this mm-hmm. if you go I think we went south of Acapulco to the older area because mm-hmm. that was starting to be developed in the 40s, 50s. Uh, abandoned hotel after abandoned hotel. It looked like the zombie apocalypse down there. Mm-hmm. And Acapulco is not the place people go anymore. My point being here, Mexico, which, which, which is blessed with beautiful coastlines on both sides, is continuing to just build all these high-rises willy-nilly, and then they get run down, and then they get abandoned which would never, I shouldn't say never, but rarely happens here because the land's so valuable. Yeah. And it's, it's a shame to see because they just, it's, it's just, it's Mexico. Um, I, I mean, they tried to well, build every a, state is a narco state too. And yeah, that's part of the problem so too. Bad. So. Um, Rocky point, for example, uh, if you stay at, um, um, was that Sandy beach? What's that mm-hmm. one called out there? Sandy. There's some high rises there now. It's used to be where people back in the day went camping out there yeah. to go to Mexico and, um, pretty open beaches all the way down. Really, really nice. And a few years back, some genius down in Mexico decided they're going to build a port for cruise ships. And for year after year, they're dumping rocks and boulders into the, you know, Sea of Cortez to make this, what, one mile long or, uh, pier yeah, or, you know, earthen pier. Because cruise ships are going to go in and people are going to go from Phoenix to that Rocky Point and then take a cruise. 
it's abandoned. Yeah, that as predicted. Yeah. I mean, I was watching. It's like, what a shame. Well, this you know where this thing, is going. It sounds like it's it's like nearing completion. They've they've completed like four fit four or five sections of it, and they're doing seven. It doesn't mean sections. that they're going to get to six no, and but seven. It's like it's scheduled to be completed in the next yeah, month. There is a lot more so, money down there. Yeah. A lot more tours. Yeah. And the interesting thing too is that the this article claims that it's going to cost twenty eight billion dollars which is triple what the estimate was and so i'm thinking yeah where our government is the only one isn't the only one that wastes money and under reports what it's going to cost and no let, let me tell you governments are monumentally stupid everywhere yeah, i know throughout time if you study history this is nothing new and the more money you give them the more corrupt and stupid they mm-hmm, get mm-hmm. and the more clipboards that start coming out, yeah. it gets crazier and crazier. All right. Love to hear from you. Talk with Jeff at iCloud.com. Get those comments in. Uh, don't forget, I got Mark Fincham in the second hour running for LD1 for the uh, Senate seat. Hey, if you got a rock chip in your windshield last night or this morning because of all the cinders that are being thrown out in the road, it happens all the time. Go to Diamond Auto Glass on 4th Street in Flagstaff. They'll get that taken care of for you. Um, if you've had glass coverage with them before, it's included free of charge. That's part of the warranty going forward. Uh, you need that fixed, though. They can also get, if you've never been to them before, call them up. They'll get you scheduled, get you in there before it spreads to the rest of your windshield. 928-779-4140. 928-779-4140. Go online, check them out. Check out all their great reviews as well at the difference is clear.com listening to the podcast please give us a great review and also give us a comment in there if you're not listening to the podcast subscribe look up the jeff orbit show also on video rumble follow us there and on youtube subscribe we appreciate everyone who's done that this is the Jeff Orovitz Show. All right, if you need your heater service, call Gettles High Desert Mechanical right now, family-owned company that services heaters in central Arizona, uh, northern Arizona, all over the place. I've had it done here in Flagstaff, in Prescott, Verde Valley. Uh, Gettles High Desert Mechanical will take care of you. Heaters, also plumbing. i got to be remind myself that they also do plumbing. I had somebody over Christmas break come to me who has rental properties. He's like, I use uh, Gettles High Desert Mechanical for plumbing. Um, so don't forget about that as well. Call them up, Gettles, 928-567-2200, 928-567-2200. Or go online, Gettles HDM. That's G-O-E-T-T-L-S, GettlesHDM.com. Sadly, and I'm sure that you won't be sad. I think I'm going to have to push um, prostitutes in Washington D.C. to tomorrow's show. Oh, because <laughs> we only have about three or four minutes, and I want to talk about your trip real quick. Oh, okay. Yeah, but yeah, I'll, I'll do that tomorrow. Okay. You can talk you, about you okay? that when I'm not here. Yeah, it's just shocking that this stuff happens, right? <laughs> you're, you were just like, did you use the word pigs? Something. They like are. That. I'm sorry. <laughs> Some men are pigs. Uh, and stupid. And stupid. stupid, too. Really stupid. <laughs> we'll talk about that tomorrow. Anyway, yeah, you're off. Um, you're taking Isabel to Greece. She's spending four months abroad in uh, Athens, mm-hmm. uh, apparently mm-hmm. with half of NAU because it's yeah. like the most... There's like 20-something kids it's from like, NAU She going. thought she was going to be the only one. A bunch of... There's a couple yeah, dozen kids from NAU. It's like the largest amount ever. 
going to Athens. Yeah, so that's good, and she knows. Yeah, a couple she knows. People, so. She actually knows someone that yeah. she knew back in like elementary school, and so that's pretty cool. Yeah, so. she'll have so, company. So you're off tomorrow. Yeah, we're taking off tomorrow. We're stopping hmm. in Rome for a couple of days. Oh, Going to wow. visit the Pope. Oh, wow, that's good. You are. No, you got you know, you got a tour though, right? Yeah, I yeah, have a tour good. lined up of the Vatican, which yeah. I've done, but Isabel hasn't. So, if you never had a chance to go to Europe, Rome would be one of the tops. Yeah, Rome just walking is good. around. It's Rome. fun to just wander you around. You just wander yeah, around. It's and just see so stuff. old, and it's uh, so different from here. And the eternal. It's interesting yeah. to go to. Yeah. yeah, and my mom's coming with us. A girl's She's trip. She's not been to Italy yet or uh, Greece, so it'd be new for her. And there you go. So, and I'll be here all next week. Yeah, Jeff's got like nine, ten days on his own, which is the longest I've ever been away. Yeah, you, you're going to hear it progress through the week, folks. <laughs> I mean, this is going to be awesome for you. It's gonna, by, by the end of the week, I'm just going to be like, ah! <laughs> so I got to do the morning thing and the afternoon thing. It's going to be tight. Yeah. yeah. I'll make it work, though. Yeah. And, and I got my great guest, regular guest the kids uh, are a little contributors coming about in. What they're going to eat. Oh, they're going to be bad. I mean, I feel bad for them. <laughs> I hope the the uh, the the people with the uh, the clipboards aren't listening. It's like food is questionable. <laughs> no, nah, we'll be good. I've got I've got uh, gift cards to Namarcos and Sportsmans. Yeah, <laughs> we'll be plenty good. Sure. Yeah. So okay. So Angela won't be with us I here. Won't be here for a while. Yeah, but that, that'll be a it's fun only trip. One week. It's yeah. like one full week plus the two weekends so yeah and yeah. we told uh, you know isabel was on the fence at first this is a big thing she had to give up her apartment and you know it's a big it's been she, a lot of work yeah and, and she she saved she saved the money i mean because you got to pay for housing over yeah. there and i was just and like she can't work while she's there yeah i was just kind of surprised because i was waiting for like hey you gonna help me on the housing or something and it was just mm-hmm. like oh i paid for the housing yeah and it was a big chunk so I, yeah. I give her a lot of credit for that hope she can come back and save as much and then maybe get a house yeah and get in that try to i mean just start yeah, saving up yeah. for that but um it's a big deal and she had uh, she had talked to me at one point and she's like on the fence and was like look if you're gonna do it in your life this is the time to do it because yeah. it ain't gonna get any easier you all have these grand plans as you, but as you get old you get a job family kids maybe whatever and mm-hmm. this is the easiest time you're gonna have yeah i told her to go do it same thing. and you'll like, look back and say i wish time. i'd gone i wish i'd gone i wish pff, right out of high school maybe we should have taken off for yeah you know, a I year know. It's all, yeah, around. you think back and you're like, oh, yeah, maybe I should have done something like yeah, that. Yeah, but, but then again, maybe next year. I didn't have that I'll... opportunity. Yeah. I, I just, there's no way I could have managed that. <laughs> I, I just couldn't that. do it. I didn't have all any right. money. I'll give everyone some updates as you travel, though. I'll do yeah, that. Okay, yeah. Mark Fincham next hour. Stick around. Don't go anywhere. More to come. Back in a few. Thanks for listening to the Jeff Orr Show. Portions of the show may be pre-recorded. And remember, the information provided on the show does not constitute legal, medical, financial, or tax advice. All information is the opinions of the host and his guests. You should always seek the advice of a professional regarding any of these complex issues to make sure all circumstances of your situation are properly considered. Remember to catch the podcast by looking up The Jeff Orbit Show on your favorite podcast provider, including places like Spotify, iTunes, Amazon Music, and more. Also available on Rumble and on YouTube. Just look up Orvitz, O-R-A-V-I-T-S. And remember, the show streams Monday through Friday at 4.06 p.m. right up at talkwithjeff.com. Also available on FM on 97.1 FM, the big talker throughout northern Arizona, and 107.9 FM in the Prescott area.